Hey, this is Mike from EpicMarketer.com. I wanted to let you know that the episode you're about to listen to is from our archives and a podcast that I did called the Internet Marketing Podcast back in 2013. You'll notice that we reference the domain Mike'sPodcast.com, which I no longer own, but I still wanted to make sure that you had access to some of the great content and interviews from this session. So if you need anything in the future, please visit epicmarketer.com. Thanks so much and enjoy the podcast. You're listening to the Internet Marketing Podcast with your host, Mike Cowles. Hey, this is Mike from epicmarketer.com. And today we're going to be talking with Tim Conley from The Foolish Adventure. And the topic that we're going to be talking about is actually kind of a unique topic and what it is. And there's a little bit of controversy in our discussion, honestly, but it's about the topic of basically graduating from a business that's floundering or maybe launch dependent or in the uh, questionable areas of ethics to a business that's going to be sustainable, that's going to provide value, and that's really going to be something that you can be proud of and share with everybody. So let's go ahead and jump right into the call. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, Mike, it's going great. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm excited about having you on. I, uh, uh, we were talking a little bit before the call about kind of why I thought you'd be a great person for, uh, for my listeners, and uh, the truth is I think you've just got a, a great attitude and uh, a great work ethic, and you know, I've listened to a bunch of different calls you've been on, and uh, you know, I just love your your down to earth attitude, but but also just your experience in life. Like, I remember listening to uh, you talking to James Schramko about your pool experience, uh, you know, and switching over from that and learning from that, and you know, things like getting a project manager, how that can affect your business, and so I thought a great topic for us to talk about today would be. Uh, either a if you're in a business that's kind of wounded or floundering uh, like an internet marketing business uh, breaking it up to the next level or if you're wanting to get started avoiding being in that uh that kind of trendy business that is just going from launch to launch or that kind of thing so okay so uh yeah any insight you can uh kind of give to start with that if let's let's start out with if you're in the business already let's say you're you've, you're doing wso's or something like that or creating products and you're kind of launch dependent or product dependent what would you suggest first to kind of get out of that rut stop <laughs> for, 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 first thing first thing if you're if you're working on any kind of product where you're creating something just for some fast cash stop mm-hmm. it's because one thing you're going to degrade your integrity over time mm-hmm. you're going to put out anything because you know that a certain segment of uneducated buyers are going to buy from you i i, I think it's very dishonest a lot of people don't think that but i I think it's uh, dishonest, and I've seen way too many that that border on f- uh, just fraud. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think if you're if you're building a business like that, what you should do is just realize that to truly succeed in life, you're going to have to drop the get rich quick thinking and look at what value can you bring to the world. Can I bring some real value, lasting value to the world, and focus on that? Because that will actually build a strong, 
sustainable business when you are when you know for a fact that you're bringing true value to the world. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I remember listening to one of your interviews not too long ago. Uh, we were talking about sales funnels and stuff like that and how so many people work so hard to shortcut <laughs> what actually works and it ends up taking so much longer and so much more work and not working uh, that it's just, you know, it's it's uh, it's a big fallacy that the media and a lot of marketers out there have put out that whole get rich quick. So, so okay, so let's say somebody's, you know, they've embraced that and they say, yeah, I agree with you, Tim, 100%. It just doesn't work to try and push a button and have a $100 bill pop out of my CD tray. Uh, and I know, for instance, uh, different skills. Let's say they're a webmaster or they know graphics or, you know, they've got experience with offline businesses or something. What direction do you think they should go in order to get that value out there where it's going to consistently bring in income? Okay, so uh, this this could get really vague because it's a little different for each kind of a niche. Sure. So, so if you're going to be taking your web design skills from building building websites and stuff, you've been trying to get in, uh, you know, make money from AdSense or something, and you've got these web design skills, and you want to get people to pay you for uh, for those skills now. Well, then you, you, you've got to go out and find those customers. And, and I guess that's the, the basics. The, the general is find the customers. And to, get it, to be in business, you need a customer. So go out and actively find them. And I, I really recommend people do it face-to-face. Mm. Get, get their fa- uh, very first customers, get them face-to-face. Even mm-hmm. if you're selling a digital product, go out and meet some people that – are that would that you think are going to be a part of your target market or your ideal customer and say hey here's this thing take a look at it and tell me if you're willing to buy this if it's good enough for you to buy right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and get and get that feedback that's that's where i would tell people to start you know you've really got to engage with your marketplace and develop some empathy for them okay so uh, and I, I think that's great. And I actually, it, it's funny that you brought that up because like yesterday I, I do web design as well as coaching, as well as creating digital products. And like yesterday I just met a client face to face, which I, I really like doing because I think there's a better connection. I think there's more trust built faster when they can see that you're not like <laughs> sweating and pulling on your collar and stuff like that. And you're comfortable answering questions on the fly. Um, when it comes to uh, digital products as far as somebody let's say they've only done that they've created video series on how to do things versus you know services do you still th- you know how would you kind of approach that when it comes to meeting people in person well find out where where these people are so you uh, so if you if you're in a particular niche and there is a class or seminar or something like that going on mm-hmm. go there and mm-hmm. talk to the people Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. That's that's an awesome tip. I remember hearing years ago, I think it was uh, Gary Ambrose and uh, uh, Keith uh, Wellman were talking about that's kind of the secret for a lot of marketers to go from floundering and not making money to doing this full-time and being successful is exactly what you're saying is going to conferences, going to workshops and meeting guys that are, you know, close to where you're at and saying, let's partner up, let's team up, you know, your strengths, my weaknesses, that kind of thing. And uh, you know, building some good relationships. 
Uh, I'll, I'm going to disagree a little bit on that. Okay. Okay. So if you're only going to industry uh, uh, meetings and and uh, conferences and stuff, you're wasting your time. Uh, you, you, what you need to be doing is spending your time with uh, prospective customers, mm-hmm. not Absolutely. not prospective peers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, once you've got some value and you're providing value to the world, then you can network directly with other people that will be at one of those conferences. And mm-hmm. you can say, go there and say, hey, look, I'm doing this. I've already engaged with this value. If you start with, hey, I'm going to go build up my peer network first, then you're not starting with value for your customer. Uh, you're starting with what's in it for me. Right. I, I agree with you 100%. And I think that, you know, like the challenge that you always hear, like, for instance, John Dumas asked this to all of his uh, entrepreneurs is if you woke up in a different world where you had 500 bucks and, uh, you know, your laptop, but no relationships and no money, what would you do? Like Tim Ferriss, when he heard that, he said, the first thing I would do is I would start a blog. I would put, uh, <clears throat> you know, like five or six really awesome blog posts, which is where you're talking about the value uh, out there. And then I would spend, you know, two, three hundred bucks of that to go to a conference where guys that are in my industry are and basically leverage their platforms by saying, you know, hey, is this a good fit for some of your people? You know? Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree 100 percent. And I love the uh, the openness of, you know, I'm going to challenge that or I'm going to question that because I think that's kind of how you get to the heart of the really good, uh, you know, topics and solutions too. So, uh, you know, I was listening to an interview with uh, with Lee McIntyre a while back, and he was talking about, I don't know, are you familiar with Lee? I've uh, not heard of him. Sorry. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Um, really cool guy, kind of innovative. And um, one of the things that he was talking about was that most people, when it comes to internet marketing as a, as a niche, there's three levels. Like that first level is the making a product and selling it for, you know, 7 to $27. And it's a lot of work and you're dealing with people that are, they don't really know you. They don't really have a lot of money to spend, that kind of thing. And um, a lot of people kind of stay there. They stay stuck in that that mode of making those front end products. And like the second level to him is maybe workshops or boot camps where it's 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. And then the the higher level is like the coaching, you know, one-on-one or masterminds, things like that, where it's five grand, 10 grand. And his whole thing is to build up a sales funnel and get to that higher level. Would you agree with that? Or do you think that that's kind of changing now or what? I I think you shouldn't even be in the business. Um, (laughs) That's, that's what I really think Uh, because people who go out most, most of the people I've ever seen uh, and, and I've been doing this since the very early days of the internet. Mm Mm-hmm watching, hey, this is how you make money online. Right. And almost every one of those people have n- the only money they've ever made online is selling how to make money online. Right. And and the people who are floundering at that $27 ebook uh, world, that's because that's where they started. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to teach people how to make money online. How am I going to do it? I'm going to sell this uh, ebook on how to make money online. Right, right, right. And and that's where they start. Yeah. And and there there are some people who have been very good at uh convincing people that they're that they can teach people how to make money online when their only skill set has been uh, selling how to make money online. And 
that exists out there. It, it will always exist. So, you know, I, I can't, you know, we can't stop that. Right. But the first thing you should do is just not get into the business whatsoever. Get, uh, get, uh, you know, stay away from the IM industry and do true internet marketing, which is build a product that's going to be of value to a group of people. And they're going to love that product, and you're going to love those people, and then you're going to easily be able to move them up the product ladder. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100% on that. My, uh, my first product online was a, a piece of software. Um, my second one was a, a video series on SEO, which you know I showed how I got the results I did as a, as a webmaster. Um, and after I'd done a few different products like that, then I kind of branched out to look. This is what's worked when I've when I created that software product. Here's how I built a list with it. Here's how I contacted people to promote it, or that kind of thing. Um, so I agree with you. And any, anytime I do coaching, if people are like, you know, hey, I want to be in the IM niche, the first thing I ask them is, have you made any money? And if they're like, <laughs> no, then I'm like, then you're lying, and you, you know, you're lying to yourself and you're lying to your customers. So you don't want to do that. You know, you want to actually like uh, as Pat Flynn would put it, you want to develop some chops first you know, learn how to do something, maybe make a case study and say, here's how I got this result. You know what I mean? Right. Right. The The thing with, with that is that people look at the IM industry and they think it's easy money. Yeah. Which is so far from that. <laughs> right. Right. You can, you can actually make a quick thousand, two thousand bucks. Right. Go create a scam product and put it on the warrior forum, hype, hype it like crazy make up some false credentials and you're going to sell um you know probably a thousand two thousand dollars worth of product yeah and people are going to hate you yeah exactly okay but you know you run away you make up a new name and you <laughs> do it again and and there is like an entire industry based on doing just that you know trying to squeeze you know take a thousand dollars here two thousand dollars there as opposed to saying hey if i go out and serve a real market like uh, the health industry, the uh, uh, relationship industry. Uh, what, what, are, what are the? What's the other third bit? Fi- health, finance. wealth, and so, love. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Those. Those three are like gigantic. Yeah. And there's millions upon millions of niches inside each of those. Yep. So you can go out and take your real skills and put them to use somewhere uh, in in much bigger markets. And and grow that way. If you love electronics, if you're a gadget freak, then start spending time teaching people about gadgets. Yeah. Go, uh, you know, share all the knowledge that you have about about those things and how to get the most out of them. It's like if you're going to go buy a new iPhone, here's how to get the most out of it. Yeah. Right. That kind of stuff is valuable to people. Go that way. You know, so you can. Take some of the things that you have of interest and find a market that you can serve with that. If you've got real skills, then you can serve a market. Uh, if you don't have any of that, <laughs> okay, if you, if you don't have any skills, you don't have any interests that you think people are going to be interested in, develop these. One, one thing is it'll make you a better human being. Yeah, you know, and there's a big uh, big debate about that among marketers of do you follow your passions or do you look for the audience first? And I I personally think you can do both, but you don't want to be selling something that you hate 
Um, but you know, most people don't just have one single passion, you know, like the, you know, my grandmother likes, you know, knitting sweaters for chihuahuas kind of thing. You know, they probably have more than one passion. So if you list maybe your top five things you like to talk about, read about, watch on TV, and then do a Google search for each one of those, use a keyword tool to see, you know, are other people typing in questions about these and the ones that come up with the most, you know, that's probably a good niche for you to get into. Would you agree with that? I think so. It's different for everyone because okay. I've seen some people who have gone out and they they had a passion for their hobby, right? Mm-hmm. They they were just and and it was a big market, so they started doing that for a business, and then guess what? They <laughs> hated they hated their business. They uh, uh, one guy that I knew he played golf, yeah, and. He loved golf, everything about golf. So he got into the golf business. And then guess what? He didn't play golf anymore. Why? Because he's spending all of his time working on the business. And when he's done, he's he's golfed out and he hasn't actually swung a club yet. Yeah. I, I think that comes down to, you know, a little bit more of what I want to talk to you about, which is, you know, setting up uh, a scalable business, you know, things like standard operating procedures or owner's manual and stuff so that you can outsource the things that you're not necessarily excited about, like customer support or whatever, to avoid that burnout. Uh, sometimes it's uh, the, the burnout comes from, uh, from uh, taking something that you loved and turning it into money. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you I could you could outsource everything, right? You could outsource every part of the business. And when I had my swimming pool company, I got to the point where I had most everything handled, mm-hmm. and I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, "Man, I need to get rid of this company." <laughs> yeah, you know that's so funny you brought that up because uh, I I do magic like coin card magic that kind of stuff for fun, and for about uh, a year I did it as a profession. And I, I had the same experience. I found myself hating it because, like, you know, let's say you're at a wedding and you're walking from table to table. If somebody's drunk or they're being a jerk. It's like you can't kind of put them in their place in the same way you can as if it's just doing it for fun. It's like, no, this is my job. I have to respect the customer kind of thing. So it did really put a, a spin on that. So I, I, I hear you on that for sure. Right, right. So so that's I, I think that's the the main downside of of doing your passion right mm-hmm. is that you might kill it mm. but un- uh, but you're not going to know until you try right that, uh, so so that's the that's the advice if it, if it's a burning desire then go try it mm-hmm. if it starts to suck stop <laughs> yeah that's funny that's that's the good doctor's advice you know it hurts every time i move my arm like this well don't move your arm like that <laughs> exactly 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 uh, so i, I want to add just one little bit uh, sure. to to that is the the money thing where go find the market first and and right. and then figure out figure out a way to love that the the thinking behind this is money driven okay right. and and that's not bad it, it it's not a bad thing go out and serve a market and make a lot of money do a lot of good with that money fantastic but some but it comes down to well what are you going to do with the money mm-hmm. A lot of people think, well, uh, they they make those dream boards and stuff. It's like, yeah, put the, put the you know Ferrari up there right. and all all these things in it, and it's all about you as uh, and what you can have, material possessions, as opposed to uh, what what good are you bringing to the world? Because uh, I don't think you need a dream board if if you're focused on bringing value to the world, because value is going to come back to you. Right. And and so that's 
uh, that side of it. If if you know that you can live a very good life off of two thousand dollars a month, and you can do it from your passion, then why then why focus on going out and chasing money right. that may not ever make you happy? Right, right. I agree a hundred percent. I. Uh, it, it sounds like you've been exposed to Amway because <laughs> that's all they focused on was get a bigger dream, get a bigger dream. You know, you got to want a bigger house, bigger car, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, for me, I, I, uh, I'm 43 now and I looked at Amway when I was like 18 and I remember kind of being bugged by that cause I'm not a materialistic person and, and thinking, you know, my passion is, you know, helping people, seeing people happy and having those relationships and like art and music and things like that. And uh, so for for me now, the business that I'm in is helping people get free from their jobs, you know, and I think the best way to do it is with owning your own business, you know, whether it's partnering with somebody or whatever, but, but that's, that's where my passion is. And like we were talking about earlier, sometimes there's, um, you know, threats or deterrence to that passion, you know, you run into people that are angry or, you know, whatever, um, but it's still, it's a strong enough passion, it's a strong enough desire, and I get enough results uh, in helping people that, for me, that's that's only grown, it's only uh, thrived. Right, right. Yeah, and that's, that's it, it, when you get to that stage where you're helping people in your market and you're happy, they're happy, mm-hmm. you know, life's good. Yeah, and I think a big part of that, too, is, is figuring out uh, boundaries with yourself, like, you know, knowing uh, warning signs of, you know, whether or not you want to work with somebody or whether or not it's a good fit versus just chasing the money instead to say, you know what, this probably isn't going to end good. So I'm not going to go forward. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's going to come from experience though. Yes. It really you're gonna does. you're gonna take yeah you're gonna take on customers, <laughs> and you're you're gonna be like oh why did I do that yeah I uh, I remember I had a, a customer they paid us thirty thousand dollars to do uh, three websites and it was I won't say their name or anything but but it's a company that you know uh, provides like nuts and candies and things like that and uh, and we were so excited thirty grand you know it was it was like uh, the first big deal we got and it was the worst thing in the world the guy was just a uh, uh, like he might as well have been in diapers. He was such a baby and so controlling. And, uh, we ended up, you know, um, you know, walking away from it later. And it was like, wow, I'm really going to be more careful about taking people on no matter what's on the table financially. Right. Right. You have to have a, a good interview process. <laughs> yeah. A, uh, yeah. as, as my mentor, Joe Polish calls it, uh, sift sorting and screening. Mm. And, and you need to put that into, into your business. And unfortunately, you're not going to know exactly what to sift out, what to sort out, right? right? You won't know until you've taken on some bad customers. Yeah. And then you're going to go, that is exactly what I don't want in my company. Yeah. And and then you're going to figure out ways of making sure that that doesn't happen again. You know, yeah. and never take abuse. You never take abuse from any customer. I agree. Uh, give them their money back. Say sorry. I'm not. I'm not the right one for you. And goodbye. You know, yep. it, it's never. It's never worth the money. Yep, I agree a hundred percent. So you know that brings up a good point that you know a lot of people get stuck in, um, you know, in procrastination from over analysis and everything because they're worried about making mistakes. And the truth is, your experience what makes like what makes Tim Conley awesome is the mistakes you've made and how you've learned from them. 
So it's like, get out there. Don't be afraid of making mistakes, but just no, pay attention. No, I, I never make mistakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfect. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> Sorry for making that almost mistake, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so how about the people that are listening to this, though, that are like, you know what? Here's the thing, Tim, is like, I hate my job. I hate it with a passion. And, you know, I, I really want to start a business. I need to make some money. And I, I want to do it in a hurry. Um, okay. you know, but let's say they don't have a skill that they can imagine, uh, right now, you know, is marketable or whatever. Um, you know, do you have any kind of, uh, advice for that person that's, that's feeling that urgency to get out there and make money now, but not wanting to build something that's only going to last for, you know, a month or whatever? Well, uh, cause I've gone through that, like, I, I, I even to this day I'm I'm very unemployable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do great working with clients, but you put me into a work environment where I've got <laughs> a boss telling me what to do. I suck, right? Terribly. So uh, so I knew I had to get out of that kind of environment only uh, for my happiness and and to be productive and to you know bring value uh, because when I'm in that environment. I just have this problem with authority and 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 so I I'm a horrible employee. Right. Right. Uh, so so if you're one of those people then then you've got to build your skills. You've got to just suck it up until you've built enough skill set and start uh using it on the side. Go he's uh, like, "Oh, you know, people pay 50 bucks an hour for this skill. If if I go and do it on my own, they'll pay 50 bucks an hour for the skill." But uh, get good at it, work at it, uh, uh, practice at home. Then go out and find a customer, a single customer. Maybe you don't get fifty bucks an hour the first uh, first time out. Maybe it's twenty five. Whatever, you're still getting paid. Go out and get the experience. Then go find another customer, and then another, and then eventually you'll have enough money sitting in the bank and a pipeline of customers that you can then turn around to your job and say, "Sorry, I'm I'm gone." Right. It's time for me to leave. And always try to leave on good terms. Mm-hmm. It, uh, be be a good human being. You know, don't <laughs> don't don't, you know, flip off your boss and tell him oh, I'm never working again because guess what? You're probably going to be working again. Yeah. Uh you know, your business uh, there's a good chance it's going to fail. Yeah. And you're going to need a a reference to get another job to to uh, build up your savings to go out and do your next project, your next entrepreneurial venture. So don't you know don't do that fantasy of I'm <laughs> going to, you know, burn my bridges on the way out. Right. You know, I I agree with you 100% on that and and it's it's kind of uh, humiliating for a lot of entrepreneurs to have that situation where they try it and it fails they have to go back and get a job and but a lot of guys I've talked to have gone through that Uh, I mean I personally I I made that mistake of um, you know a few years back I was doing this full-time I was making good money I was working on multiple projects and I had an idea for some software and I put all my eggs in one basket and I put all my time in that basket and uh, you know, had JV partners lined up for a big launch and Murphy's Law came and, you know, the programmers dropped the ball and it wasn't going to work and it wasn't going to happen. And uh, and I had to go back and get a job and I got a part-time job at, uh, at AT&T. <laughs> and uh, my boss was a troll, you know, and it was like the ultimate uh, corporate evil, you know, we must kill our customers, you know, kind of right. thing. And I was like, ah, oh, 
so can't wait to you know get things going again and i'm going to learn from that mistake of even if something looks great you still want to have you know everything spread out you know at least two three four things so that uh you know if one of them falls through which there's a good chance one of them will you're not screwed you know Right, right. Uh, having having a long enough runway to make your dreams happen is is critical, and and sometimes that runway can be achieved quickly. Like you have a skill set already that was developed from a job, mm-hmm. uh, or or a hobby. You know, you built the skill set over years. You have it. You just haven't monetized that skill set yet. You know, sometimes you can build up a a, a revenue stream quickly. Like if you've been doing SEO at your job for for the last five years and and your company's been doing very well and you're like hey you know I could sell these same skills uh, when I uh, when I get off work you could you could literally get five clients and have a full time income yep. with and you would be able to get those five clients within a few months oh, yeah. of of some hustle yep. and and then you could quit your job yep. and then build up that SEO company. You could. Uh, these are things that can be done if you're uh, a carpenter and you're working in someone. Else, uh, you know, you're working in a construction company and you've got some good skills. You you tend to do some uh, carving or something at home. Well, now you can put those two skills together, do it uh, do it in your free time, and launch another company. It, it doesn't even matter what the business is. It, it's a matter of uh, do I have skills that a market values. If you have, then then you have a quick route to success. Yeah, I agree. And I think that one of the things that a lot of people kind of fight, and especially in America, is the whole concept of sacrifice. You know, like people in America, I think the average is like six hours a day of TV. You know, if, right. I, if you want to have a different life than the majority of the people, you have to do things differently than the majority of the people. And you know, instead of going to the bars or the game or whatever, you know, to hone those skills and to call those customers or to meet people on the weekends or after work or before work is really what it's about. And the thing is, is when you do sacrifice like that um, and you're intentional about it, when you actually make that money, you don't have the the lottery issue of blowing it. You're like, no, 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 I had to work hard for this. I earned this. I'm going to hang on to this. Right, right. What you're what you're talking about there is one the advice that they give people who want to lose weight, mm-hmm. which is you know change your environment. Mm. So so if you come home from work and you're like oh I'm tired and I can't really I don't feel I'm I like I'm creative and stuff so I'm just gonna sit down here I'm gonna uh, just chill out for a while maybe watch a half hour of television that turns into six right and then right. go to bed and start the whole thing all over again right. Change your environment. Don't go home. Don't go straight home. Go uh, go to a park. Go do some physical activity. If you're someone who has uh, does a physical job where you labor all day, well then don't don't go do more labor. You know you might if you're really into basketball or something. Go do that for an hour. But if you're if you're physically tired, go do something mental. Mm-hmm. If you're mentally tired from your job, then definitely go do something physical. Mm. Go go out and find a, a, a way to labor. And uh, like like me, um, I, uh, every so often I I have to just get myself out outdoors and do hard physical labor. 
build a retaining wall, do something like that because <laughs> it it actually makes me more creative. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's that's great advice. You know, I was I was just picturing like uh when I've done construction in the past, you know, that's the last thing you want to do is go do something physical, but uh, you know, even if you're in a physical situation like that, go into a library or a bookstore or a coffee shop, you know, and, you know, being intentional about that, but changing that environment, that's that's a great tip. So, uh, Tim, I, I know you've been really generous with your time and I appreciate it. And I uh, I think we covered a lot of different things. Do you have any uh, any particular books that have kind of helped you with this concept of uh, building a business and, and doing it with integrity and having it with a, a long-term goal that, that kind of helped you out? Oh, I don't know. Let's spend like another hour just going through <laughs> books. Um, I, I've read, I've read a bunch of books, uh, right. tons of them. Um, and it, it really, it really depends on what you're, what you, the listener uh, want out of life. I mean, cause some, sometimes if, if like we're talking about, you're in that position of hating your job, uh-huh. Uh, then, then it's a mental game. Yeah. If you're if you're hating your job, then maybe you need to uh, find out why. Find yeah. out why you're hating your job, and it because it's it's not the job. Yeah. Uh, uh, there there may be the people in there, uh, uh, or you may not get be getting uh, energized from it. But hate. I mean, literally hating something. It doesn't come from the outside. Yeah. It comes from the inside. So so you may want to read. Um, uh, Victor Frankel's um, uh, uh, me, uh, uh, "Man's Search for Meaning," or uh, or you know, read uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Nathaniel Brandon's book, "The Six Pillars of Self Esteem." I think uh, if you're in that position where you feel like you really hate where you're at, then then you need that's a time to look inside. Was that last one you said six pillars for meaning uh, of of self of self esteem? Nathaniel Brandon. Okay, I'll uh, I'll put all these uh, for okay. any, for anybody that's listening that's driving down the road or whatever. I'll put these on epicmarketer.com forward slash Tim Conley. So don't pull over a wreck or anything. Trying <laughs> to remember these. So yeah. That, so and the six, other one was six uh, pillars of uh, of uh, self esteem. That's Nathaniel okay. Brandon. The other one was Victor Frankel. Uh, he was a Holocaust survivor. And he, uh, uh, his, his writings are all about why some people just uh, dropped in despair mm. in, in the concentration camps and others didn't. Others were actually happy inside there. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? Uh, uh, they all got the same treatment. Mm-hmm. They, they all were abused. They were all starved. They were uh, event, uh, many of them eventually killed. Mm-hmm. So why was it that some people despaired and others didn't? And and so it couldn't be the situation, right? Right. So it had to be inside. So if you're in that position of of just hating, then then you need to you know look on the inside. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. They're like, just give me the tips on how to make more money, right? <laughs> well, yeah. When when you work on yourself and you become a better person, it, it's easier to make more money. It's easier to build a business. It's easier to uh, because because that that. Whatever that hate is, that the thing that's uh, really just burning inside you, that's going to come out in everything you do. Yeah, and it's going to be hard to truly care and empathize with a customer when uh, when you're trying to build your side business while still you know doing this job to pay your bills uh, because you're still too inward focused. Right. So I would say you know start start there 
And then after you've built some skills, then go out and read books that are, uh, you know, how to put it, boring. Like learn accounting. Hmm. Uh, learn learn money management because the number one thing that's going to kill a business is cash flow. You know, poor cash flow management. People spend every dime that comes in. They they sell a product, they spend the money, yep. and then like, oh my gosh, I need to sell another product. Uh, you've got to learn the those are critical skills to long term business success. Mm-hmm. Not not how do I you know game adwords or something. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's the. Uh that's the difference between going from a child to an adult. Like uh, Dave Ramsey's got a great quote. He says, uh, the difference between uh, being a child and an adult is the ability to delay instant gratification. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. Go ahead. And and so I just want to say one last thing, cause I, I, I just realized like I'm sounding really preachy here. Um, <laughs> Not at all. okay. I I've been there. Oh, okay, yeah. I've been in that level of despair. I've been in that uh, stage of just hating, just really hating what I uh, the environment I was in, right? And I so I've been in these places and used these tools to first, you know, change what's going on in my head because you change what's going on in your head, that's going to change your outward environment. Yeah. So do you have a, and I know there's a ton of them because I'm a, I'm a big reader too, but if you could only recommend one book to somebody just on that topic of mindset or, or changing your attitude, what book would you recommend? Jay Abraham's uh, Getting Everything You Can out of, every, uh, uh, out of What You've Got. I believe that's the name of the title. I always mess that one up, <laughs> but it's by Jay Abraham. Yeah. Great book. I've read that book probably six, seven times. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Tim, thanks so much for sharing so much. And I, I just really love your attitude and your integrity on all this and just the insight that you have. And to me, one of the big things that uh, that we both have in common in, in looking at this topic is you got to start with the end in mind. You know, you got to be willing to work. You got to understand that, you know, if you're going to run a real business, that's part of reality. There's going to be sacrifices. There's going to be setbacks. But, you know, by focusing on being the best you you can be and providing the most value, you're going to be able to, you know, make the most money in a way that's going to have you be healthy and balanced. So uh, if people want to get in touch with you other than um, stopping by Foolish Adventure, do you have any other ways that uh, like through Twitter or anything like that you'd like to mention? Yeah, yeah. You can email me, Tim, at FoolishAdventure.com, or you can find me on Twitter. I I converse with tons of people on Twitter, love it. Uh, So I'm just Tim Conley, T-I-M-C-O-N-L-E-Y on uh, Twitter. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Tim, and I hope you have a a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, uh, Thanks for having me on. All right, it was fun. Thanks for listening to the Internet Marketing Podcast. Please tell a friend to check out EpicMarketer.com.